Hi, this is Day for Night with Guided Out Stitch, a series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry in the Agilens, in the wilderness. So today, uh, I'm actually going to take a look at the work of Alice uh, Notley. Notley? I never know how to say her last name. Um, uh, an incredible poet uh, that's been with us, thankfully, for a long time. And there is this uh, equally incredible book uh, called The Descent, the Descent of Alette uh, from 2014. And I won't obviously read all of it. Uh, I just read a section from the opening from what is entitled Book One. Uh, just to give you a taste of it, uh, definitely the kind of work that exists uh, in these interesting edges between performance uh, and the literary on the page, something that's meant exclusively for the page and something that's meant to be performed. Um, if you don't know The Descent of Alette, um, yeah, if you're, you haven't been so lucky to encounter it, um, it is a, a book that charts a rather, how to describe it, um, a sort of, it is a descent. It is a kind of, a, we're going into the underworld <laughs> kind of a, a collection of poems. And it's, uh, it's distinguished on the page by a use of um, quotation marks, which indicates, perhaps depending on who's reading it, that there may be many voices in this uh, book, or it may just may be one voice, but there's the decision to um, take phrases and uh, separate them in quotation marks, even within a stanza that may look as if it's uh, continuous. So, so I, I'm interested in this choice uh, by uh, uh, Notley um, from a visual perspective, but also what it does to our apprehension of what may be in the ear, what, in, what indeed are we seeing, and, and are we indeed seeing a kind of splintering of one voice or a choral? Uh, a chorus of voices that are that are converging on the page, uh, unmarked, unmarked in the sense of undesignated. We don't know exactly who's speaking, um, or we can we can assume that perhaps the speaker is uh, the alette in the title. In any case, uh, I won't uh, bore you to tears with my sort of thinking about this, but. All to say is that I, I find the use of quotation marks in this really interesting and unusual uh, and and something that uh, I'm thinking about myself as a writer. I tend to not use quotation marks, so I think maybe it's about coming coming becoming reacquainted with them. Uh, so this is again is from book one, and I'm just going to launch in. One day I awoke and found myself on 
the subway endlessly. I didn't know how I'd arrive there or who I was exactly, but I knew the train, knew riding it, knew the look of those about me. I gradually became aware, though it seemed, as that happened, that I'd always known it too, that there was a tyrant, a man in charge of the fact that we were below the ground, endlessly riding, our trains never surfacing, a man who would make you pay so much to leave the subway. But you don't ever ask how much it is. It is, in effect, all of you and more, most of which you already pay to live below. But he would literally take your soul, which is what you are below the ground, your soul, your soul rides the subway. I saw on the subway a world of souls. On the subway, we rode the trains, got on, got off. Saturday, and watched, sat, and slept, walked from car to car, stood in stations. We were caught up in movement, in ongoingness, and in ongoingness of voices. For example, which of us spoke? Did it matter? Who? Say what? Saw what? What was being seen? Knew what? Was known? Gradually, what was seen became what I saw. To me, despair and outrage became mine too. Sorrow became mine. To ride a mechanical contrivance in the darkness to be steeped in the authority of another's mind, the tyrant's mind, life of bits and pieces, cars and scenes disconnected, little dreams, false continuum, mechanical time. What do we miss? What do we miss? Was there once something else? There are animals in the subway, but they are mute and sad. There are singers, there are corpses, there is substance of darkness and emotion, strong emotion. The air is all emotion. A woman entered, a car I rode, had a misshapen slowing foot, and she wore thick lensed glasses. Her eyes were small, over-focused. She carried a cup, announced, I need enough money. The amount is $18.00. To take my daughter above the ground for one night, just one night, I promised her a night above the ground. Money will not be enough, a woman said to her. Not just money. He wants your things, your small things, your emblems, all your trappings. You must give up to the tyrant all your flowers, all your carnations, or your cut hair. Give him your hair. You must give him your jokes, your best jokes. He takes whatever, makes fun of it, but uses it. Give him your only silk scarf, your tiny turquoise pendant, your old-fashioned watch, your copper barrette, and your nail polish. Give him your lotion, your gardenia perfume. Give him your coat, too. But keep your sweater. Let him take what he wants from your wallet, red leatherette coin purse, and then he'll let you go upstairs and walk around in our times. He will smile, his boyish smile, and let you go up there a while. There was a woman in a station with a guitar and amplifier who sang, sang a song that said this. As the old man lays dying, 
in his bishop's robe and gown, surrounded by museum cases full of jewels and gold shards of Venus's oldest potteries, he is on exhibit too, as he is dying, as we watch him, the women. We receive our emerald ring as they grow, begin to grow around our fingers as we watch him, because we're his loyal secretaries, as we watch him on exhibit, always governing, always ruling. As he lies dying, he could die forever on exhibit in his mansion, in his Vatican, in his Parthenon, in his administrative offices. See, in the emeralds, which can get murkier, uglier, an endless, endless male will. But the tyrant is a mild man. Look in our emeralds and see shadows. We are those against the green, green, lush, light we are weightless left with rings we will be old and left with rings by the time the lakes thaw the green lakes of the great cities of the north we will be dead with endless rings green stones upon our finger bones that is our love must be our love that we will be dead and he will live forever on exhibit in his museum I was standing up on the subway, holding on to a metal strap. A man in an army jacket sat in front of me, eating eating a piece of meat, which he held in his hand, a piece of cold steak, ribbed with fat and with black dots of pepper on it. He gnawed the meat a while then, looked up and said to me, I need to find our father, our fathers. But what about our mother? I said automatically, the one mother, first mother of all. He said nothing, finished eating. Leaned back into his seat. He was young, familiar-looking to me. He fell asleep then, his chin doubling as his head fell forward. He was brown-haired, brown-eyed I'd seen, mustached and straight nose. He spoke in his sleep. I need a dollar, a few more dollars, and after that I'll see our father another time. He spoke and said, I'll give him floral rocks floral rocks after a while he awoke and said to me shall we look for them or i'll look for him you look for her then yours would be easier much easier i said with anger but i am agonized he said i killed for him i was a soldier the train stopped he abruptly left the car disappeared disappeared we couldn't find our fathers there were several of us. We were walking through subway cars looking for our father's endless train. It seemed the longest train there is as if circled the world. And we walked it. We were searching for our fathers. That's just a little taste of the descent of Alette. Um, wonderful work by Alice Notley. Um, and uh, yes, uh, that's that'll be uh, more than enough for today. Um, I just wanted to sort of put that in the air just a little bit, uh, a short episode. Uh, there will be more soon. I've been away for a while um, writing, uh, rewriting, and uh, therefore not not as much in touch with the podcast. So, um, but I'm back slowly and more will come. As always, this is about you and I in this theater. 
You're there in the dark, and I here, wondering who you are. Thanks for listening today or night.